Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit friendsayview.com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together. Thank you for joining. This is Sean from the Friends I View with my buddy Jose. Hello. Uh, we got a great topic today. Um, for those of you who want to support the podcast, definitely check out friendsiview.com where we have our companies, uh, com and Bay Coffee, where we sell shoes and coffee and different things uh, that really help us out. But the topic we're going to be talking about today, Jose, I think is a very good topic because I keep seeing videos and TikToks from both boomers, millennials, and C Nation. Because every every generation, and I know I have been guilty of it, criticizing the generation below us. Or be okay, okay. Um, so you, a lot of times you'll hear, especially in like the employment world, you'll hear it a lot. Um, where it's like Z nations are lazy, they are unmotivated, and I, I think we really need to talk about the different topics and the sides of these arguments. You know, okay. I okay. don't think it's necessarily laziness. Now, are there what we would consider lazy people? Now, I've been giving this a lot of thought, as I don't okay. think there's no such thing as truly a lazy person. Oh, okay. I think there are people who do not see value at all in their life or um, the direction of their life, Okay, their work, or etc. Okay. And because they don't have something greater to work for um, that gives them value, I think what they end up doing is really doing working how they feel about now is it necessarily fair? Maybe not to the employer. It's probably <laughs> not fair, you know, because you're probably paying this person and they're doing the very best. Okay. But as a complex species, we gotta understand that there's a lot of complexity, even without getting into the metaphysical side, which we will at some point in this podcast. Okay. Um, the human experience is quite complex and we are not machines. So with that being said, I, I don't think that there's people that are necessarily lazy. I, I think we may view them as lazy, but I think there's a fundamental problem underneath that's causing what we perceive to be lazy. What do you think? You know, I, uh, since you brought that up and, and, I, and you just discussed it a little bit, um, I can see your point of view, um, but I was born in an era that said hard work gets you the better results and it doesn't matter um at all how you went about doing it you know it, it, and myself i never ever like uh, built a roadmap to where i wanted to be i knew that i wanted to be more successful than my parents i knew and but you know we talked about this in in previous podcasts i i hope if i remember correctly that a parent's job is to make sure that their kids' lives are better than their own. And I wholeheartedly believe that. So sometimes if a parent doesn't do their job, the kids are not going to get the benefit of, 
of knowing that hard work does pay off and eventually it does pay off but you have to want it you know i only i only was raised saying that i don't want to be one homeless you know and and i try to make sure that my my kids always had a plate of food at the table they had clothes on their backs they didn't have ripped shoes and i know it's harder in this day and age to to you know to get all of that you know especially with one income homes um sometimes you have to have two and three incomes in order to make ends meet we talked about that on previous podcasts but at the same time you have to instill or at least from my point of view as a parent i want to instill in my kids that hard work does eventually pay off i mean i definitely understand but i also think that there are fundamental differences and i think this boils down to something we've talked about before that every system works okay okay doesn't matter what system it is it works um is it optimum is it the best is it is it does it have problems is it problematic is there ways to do it better every system can be modified and made better there's obviously problems in every system of course okay the challenge i see is that something had happened right okay and i'm not saying this is the only thing there's obviously lots of problems but i'm saying this was i think a a motivating factor in things so okay. like my grandparents and my parents age um employment was a tad different yes mm -hmm. of course okay meaning you want they wanted the loyalty you wanted the loyalty but they okay you think sure. for that loyalty sure. like when my great when my great grandpa um retired from twa um they gave him a pension when my grandmother retired from macy's they gave her a pension okay um obviously my parents you know he he did the 401k and different sure there was there's a, a retirement that came along with his 25 years or however long it was of service you know okay a lot of employers are not are getting obviously away from the rewarding of you being a long-term thing and being loyal while okay. still requiring you or wanting you to be loyal so got you here, I want you to be loyal, but I have, uh, I'm not going to give you anything to earn your loyalty. Okay. Matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do cutthroat things. Like, like I've seen it, you know, and I'm sure you have. Sure. Where, like somebody has been working in a position for 20, like I even did it. I remember one time it was crazy. It was like, it was during college. I was working for Terminex. Okay. I only... <laughs> I know I do a lot of name dropping here. <laughs> okay. So, work for Terminex. I knew I was only going to do it for the summer, but obviously during the interview, I did what you had to do back in 2003. Okay. You, you know, before I went back in the service, um, you, you lie. You, because back in the day, that's what you did. You had to be like, yeah, yeah, I want to be here forever. I'm the real guy. <laughs> you know okay. i'm a i'm a college student okay like like when i went to college i literally quit jobs based on my schedule 
because okay. I knew employers were never going to work with my schedule. So what did I do is I just quit jobs, got new jobs around my schedule. Okay. And so it was like a summer. I'm like, cool, I can go kill bugs. They pay pretty good. At that time, it was like 15 bucks an hour, right? Oh, okay. 2003, 21 years old, in college, $15 an hour with unlimited force overtime. Oh, wow. Okay. There, there was no, there was no would you work overtime. It was <laughs> mandatory overtime. Like I was overtime by Wednesday morning. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I'm like racking this money up. So I'm like, I'm cool with that. I'll, I'll like <laughs> get in there. But I remember there was a guy there. Yeah. Richard, if I remember his name. He was like, okay. it's been a really long time, 20 years. <laughs> but I, he, uh, he knew everything about bugs. Like this was the dude who you wanted to do your termites, your pests, like this wow. guy you wanted. Like this yeah. dude was Mr. Terminix. They've been doing it for like 25, 30 years. I made more money than he did. Wow. And oh, good. you see in, his, in a lot of situations, this is what's happening. And now, did you make more money regular hours or with your overtime? Per hour. Per hour. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 And, and substantially more. Like, he was making thirteen fifty an hour because he'd asked me. And wow. you know, I'm, I'm 21, you know. Yeah, of course. If I just had my first first enlistment, you know, because I had, have multiple. Um, so, like, I just got out of that. So, I haven't really been in the real world that long, you know? Okay. Yeah. Jobs at this point were like car washes, Walmart, stuff like this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and we, you just like, you know, I'm like, man, this, this job pays pretty well. He goes, yeah, you know, pays okay. <laughs> and it, somehow, you know, I forget if I asked or he asked or whatever, it came up. He's like, yeah, I make like $13, $15. And I'm like, I make 15. Wow. And you can see how pissed off he was. Yeah. And he was there longer. And rightfully so. He's been a, yeah. he's been in the pest control business for like 20 years. Oh, wow. Okay. And he's rightfully pissed off. Like, yeah. Fully sure. pissed off. And this is not a one-off situation. I've had wow. rounds this way. I've been this person. Wow. Seen this, you know. And so it's like. You and companies and companies don't want you to discuss with another person. The reason why they don't, the reason why they don't want you to is because they don't want them asking for more money. Exactly. Which yeah. Richard should have been asking for more money. Yeah. Matter of fact, after he found out my little punk ass twenty one year old <laughs> who's hungover every day is making fifteen, he's making thirteen fifty. His ass should have been in that office immediately asking for more money and no so i think i think nah i think everybody out there should be talking about this stuff you know because there is no rhyme or reason exactly you should let you should let somebody just get abused like that because that's what it is abuse exactly you know and even the military you know myself i i retired from the military when i I joined in, let's see, 19, whatever the day, the year it was. I'm not going to get paid. 
I joined the military when you do 20 years and after 20 years, you get a retirement for the rest of your life, you know, and all of a sudden I'm started to talk to the younger generations and they're saying that some, you, they either have to do longer time or they have to do something slightly different in order to get a retirement. It's not as cut and dry as it was at the time that I was serving and, it, you know, I did do it, but some companies are are moving away from what you said. You know, they're not offering retirement for people that have been loyal for so many years. What they're doing is, yeah, they'll sometimes offer the 401k, which is a lot more beneficial to the company and less cheaper for them in the long run to offer a 401k plan instead of a full-on retirement. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. So how are you expecting to get the loyalty if you as a company are not being loyal to the people who are actually making your company more profitable. Exactly. And it isn't even just that. It's like we we got we got into a concept, mm -hmm. a very dangerous concept, to where we have we have rationalized the dumbest things. We rationalize 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Like, yeah, yeah. overtime. Overtime yeah. is the biggest scam of all. The only mm -hmm. person who truly benefits from overtime, truly benefits, is Uncle Sam. Sure. Because he's going to tax it more money. Yeah. They're going to pay more, yes. Yes. The employer. But the employee is going to have to work more overtime in order for them to be able to get around the amount of taxes that are going to come out. That they're going to pay, yeah. And they're losing out on their free time and their family time, et cetera. Yeah. We we rationalize this concept and then and then something I think that also kind of messes things up too is I think this also changed. Um see like when my when my parents and my grandparents had a position, that was their position. Whatever sure. it was. Like my dad was an electrical engineer. That's what he did. Like and he may have had some meetings. He may have had some things, especially as he promoted okay. different things. But his predominant, his predominant role, like ninety nine percent of his job, okay, was directly correlated with his actual job description. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. What a lot of companies did was that got they got smart and started. Hey, look, how can I be a bigger dick? And that's what it really is. <laughs> okay. And yeah. they and they 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 do some bullshit. They do some bullshit. And I've seen it. I remember one job interview. I went in, okay? It was like it's like you had to have Photoshop skills. That was my only thing I didn't have. Okay. So I stayed up all night to learn Photoshop because I was like, look, let me show you I can do this. Gotcha. I go to the interview. And keep in mind, this is the first motherfucking thing on the list. <laughs> okay. Like, as soon as you look at the job description, Reddit, the very first item <laughs> was Photoshop experience necessary. Okay. Okay. So I was like, okay, cool. So I went in, I showed her my Photoshop that I did over the evening. <laughs> and she didn't give a fuck at all. She's like, yeah, this position has nothing to do with Photoshop. And I'm like, what? if I had, I'm like, bitch, did you read the job description? It's number one on the fucking list. If someone, like me, excuse my French, if it's number one on the list, number one, 
That's above everything else. You should know that. Exactly. <laughs> then you should be proficient. That's at least a good percentage of what I'm going to be doing. It's Photoshop. It's Photoshop. <laughs> and, you know, I would say the developing. And I see that shit in the developing where, like, yeah. I'll have, like, I'll have, like, React experience. Yeah. Um, JavaScript. Java. Then it would be, like, must have .NET and everything else you're like they don't even go well together like we're like <laughs> like you're talking about front-end stuff versus software like which yeah. one are you doing here exactly i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna be on a front-end web developer and you want me to know dot net and c sharp <laughs> which have absolutely nothing to fucking do with web development at all yeah. now if you said java javascript okay yeah. I get it. And what you love is what they're doing is they're getting lazy because they don't have to really describe what's on it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, at the bottom, it's going to have any other responsibilities that are assigned to you. Exactly. They're doing this blanket shit of responsibilities on their job description, which may or may not have anything to do with the job description. Okay. So you're going in not really knowing what it really is you're going to be doing. You have an idea, but you don't really know. Fair enough. Like yes. I, I just gave you examples where it had, it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know what else they're doing is they're giving um, the companies now, they're doing away with the people that make more money and the people that are making less money, they want those people that remain in order and they want them to do the jobs that the people that were making more money that they let go do and fulfill those jobs. So, of course, they're saving money at the same time. They're giving those poor people that make less money more responsibilities so they can make more money. But then these other people are working harder. No, that's and, what I'm getting at, too. That's what huh? that, that, that little list at whatever other responsibility, because I know I've done jobs <laughs> like the military was known for it, at least in all. Oh, yeah. You know Air Force does it. But. But we have what's called collateral duties. We're like, okay, here's your job. There's all your 10 collateral duties that you have that go along with it. But that kind of came with the whole military thing. Yeah. Just kind of how it is. You don't really get a say in it. Yeah. But these employers out here be doing the same thing. Because I remember I worked for a major um, internet provider. I did okay. escalation. So I dealt with the crappiest situations, not sure. because of the people, sometimes it was because of the customers, yep. but usually a lot of things went wrong before okay. I called them. Yep. And they they want me to also train other people yep. to do other things. <laughs> and I'm like, so you want me to do my job and train them and you still want to pay me the exact same amount of money? <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> While doing meetings and answering emails and crap, yeah. and I and I think I've told you, like I despise meetings. I really do. Yeah, yeah. it's because I understand they're necessary, but ninety nine point nine percent of the meetings I've ever been into have only yeah. pissed me off because I'm like, you should have sent me an email. Yeah, like it's why am I sitting here for an hour listening to you talk about some shit that doesn't even have anything to do with me? And it could have been it, done it, in an email. It yeah, could have been an email. You know, I'm I'm part of that generation as you are uh, about the military, 
I think in the military, not only did I, I do my job that, you know, they sent me to school for that I was doing all the time, but I also was a lawn cutting guy. I, you know, lawn maintenance, I cut the grass. Uh, we painted um, dorm rooms, we painted dorms, we painted everything else. I painted rocks while I was stationed in Iceland. Uh, let's see what else we did. We would clean um, the bathrooms, we would clean other things, and this is as we were lower ranking. And then as I came up through the ranks, we didn't do it anymore, but then they got, I went through that reduction in the force, and that's when the term uh, do more with less came about. And I was like, weren't we doing that all the time? <laughs> So, but we had to do more. So, <laughs> I mean, I understand. We we used to do a whole bunch of crazy crap, you know. Yeah, of course. Oh, I buffed the floors as well. I was a buffer. I buffed them. Yeah. I remember one time we got in trouble for it because like, so an admiral was coming. Okay. And I won't throw the ship out. I won't throw. <laughs> okay. I won't mention any names. Sure. But the admiral was coming, and. And I'm on a Navy ship, so I obviously just got off a of deployment. So okay, they're a little rough because they're old and they've been out at sea, which is kind of rough. Yeah, on the whole paint and you know, yeah, sure. It's gonna look like an old boat. Okay, it's gonna look like an old <laughs> boat, and you have to you have to make it look presentable because you've got to kiss the admiral's ass and the apologize and this is when they come okay so we got this great idea that we were just going to paint one side of the ship <laughs> <laughs> okay which we did i got in trouble because apparently it was seen that on the other side of the ship it looked like a 40 year old ship and on one side it looked relatively new <laughs> wow Oh, we used to we used to do all kinds of crazy crap like that. So, so what you're saying is, in the beginning of what you said, so the generations may not be lazy. What they have enlightened themselves on is the fact that they're not getting married as early as maybe our generation did and started our own families. That we were stuck in. Hey, I need this job in order to feed my family. Where they only have themselves to feed so they're saying no i am not doing all of these other jobs for the same pay you're paying me i am wiser now this generation is more you pay me for this job i'm going to do this job i'm not married i don't have any kids so i don't have to worry about you letting me go i can find another job is that what you're saying so i don't think it's just that but i think that's a part of it i i think gotcha. it is is that they've seen us get fucked over yeah yeah and that even our generation is starting to take a lot of what they're saying as going, Nick? yeah, let's say it too, because you're having like millennials and, and, and generation X, which is what I am. Sure. Well, hey, look, I'm not, I'm not going to do this shit anymore. Yeah. No. Um, I think people are, and then especially with, because I know sometimes Z nations will go, oh, you guys had it easier. I don't think they did. Uh, I don't think any generation had it easier. I mean, technologically, okay. Gen Z has it the easiest technologically. Okay. But, you know, when you think of opportunity-wise, sure. Um, the opportunities presented themselves, like types of jobs, how many, and types of careers and different things came along with the technology. Okay. But then 
I think what did what did change was so like, and I and I, I I'm talking to people about this, but I remember in 2003 when I was doing a college thing between like multiple enlistments. Yeah. Um, I I lived in like a five hundred dollar a month apartment, one bedroom, one bath, five nice area of the city, not far from the college, not far from downtown. I was paying five hundred dollars a month. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Which was relatively easy to do, even on ten to fifteen dollars an hour. Okay. Ah, uh, in today's world, in today's world, uh, people are still getting paid ten to fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. And we talk about in Orlando, I think, is like, I remember like before I moved to Columbia, which is where I'm at, obviously, uh, I knew a guy who actually got a one bedroom apartment at Pine Hills, which is kind of a rougher area of Orlando. Sure. Sure. And it was going to cost him like $1,800 a month. That means in order to live in a rougher area of Orlando by yourself, yeah. Because not everybody wants roommates. Yes, that could be a solution. Roommates. I've done roommates. There's nothing wrong with roommates. But not everybody wants to do roommates. Not everybody wants to be married. Not everybody wants But people should be able to be able to afford living by themselves. Yeah. They should be able to afford it. Okay. And to even afford that place, you look and sure. you got to bring in six grand a month. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not paying me enough to live by myself. Yeah. In the, in a rough area, I'm not even talking about like Dr. Phillips. I'm not talking about the prime areas over by UCF. I'm not talking about the prime areas all over Orlando. Sure. I'm talking about one of the rougher neighborhoods to live in where they're going to have to most likely pay $400 a month in car insurance because yeah. so many cars are stolen in Pioneers. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you have a chance of drive-bys because I remember one night there was like four shootings in Pioneers in one night. Wow. So it's like, okay, so for me to live there by myself, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's fair to say no matter what I do out there. Okay. No matter what job I do. Yeah. The amount that pricing has gone up, amount of inflation, the amount of jobs that are made easier because of technology, um, because of all these things, I think it is fair. I should be paid no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. At least enough to live in a one-bedroom apartment in a rough neighborhood in Orlando. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, that should be the minimal. That should yeah, be the minimal. Well, that's where our government should step in and mandate a national, and in my opinion, my humble opinion, they should mandate a national um, minimum wage. See, and the reason sorry. why is because if we're capable... And I understand Ukraine and I understand what they're going through and you want to make sure that Putin doesn't do what he's supposed to do and or what he's wanting to do and everything else. So we're supposed to send aid to try to help them out. But if we can say and um, send billions of dollars overseas to other countries, we can start here at home. 
you know, and make sure that what you're saying becomes law, that other people can be able to afford to live by themselves if they so choose. Here's my problem. Yeah. Here's my problem with the old minimum wage. Okay. Hey, and there are definitely things that the government should be proactive in. Sure. Um, there are things that obviously the government should stay the hell out of. True. My problem with the whole mandated minimum wage, the problem with that is one thing. Mm -hmm. Us. And I'll explain. Okay. Because the problem here, people only look at the the businesses as the problem. Yeah. But it's also the people as a problem because all this time, nobody's been negotiating higher. Yeah. Because if you own a business and, and you cannot get somebody to work for you at $10 an hour, no yeah. matter what, yeah. then you're going to naturally raise how much you pay because if you don't, then guess what? You go out of business. Sure. But the fact of the matter is that people are still taking $8 an hour. They're still taking $9 an hour. They're still yeah. taking $10 an hour. So some of the blame needs to go to them as well because they're still taking these jobs. But here's the reason why I think that it's a kind of a catch-22 with the- Of course it is. Minimum 20, the, the minimum wage sick. Because yeah. the government shouldn't need to tell you the minimum that you need to pay people is- So they can survive? <laughs> 15 sure. to 20 bucks an hour, you know? Okay. Obviously, there's plenty of people out there, I think, that they still need that shit. Um, the, but the problem is, is that when you do do a, when you do a minimum wage, right? Yeah. Say like 20 bucks an hour. Okay. The first thing that companies do is they don't try to look through their budgets to see where money is going to maybe do things better, do okay. effectively. That's not what they do. The first thing they do is raise prices on the consumers. Yeah. That's the very first yeah. thing they do. Why? Because it's easy. They're like, oh, I got to pay more? Fuck you. Let me raise it. Exactly. And so it's like, it's almost like children is what it is. It's like spoil little children. You want to choke them out. Because yeah. it's like, it's like, because that's what kids do. Yeah. Or you're like, I demand you clean your room. And then what they do, they do the bare metal to clean the room. Exactly. To get you to fuck off. That's what these employers are doing, is they're just, they're doing the bare minimum to get you to fuck off. Uh, you know, and, 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 it, and it's true, but they're also, they're also not, I want to say, policing the people that they hire. Because if you don't have great customer service, then you shouldn't be allowed to stay in business to begin with. Because I'm all for raising the minimum wage to help people survive, whether, you know, because of inflation and everything else. But I'm also a proponent for working hard. You don't get $15, $20 an hour just because you show up to work. You actually have to work. You actually have to get, like, let's... Pick on McDonald's some more. So we're going to talk really about customer service, okay? Hold on, I, hold on. No, 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 but hold on, hold on. You, you always have Please. to get the order correctly as well. Yeah, no, no, I understand. But yeah. Yeah, so, so, so let me hear you up. Hear me out. Yeah, no, no. I, I was saying you you just have to, you you have to be a proponent for both causes. So yeah, no, no. So, so <laughs> just let me say this. Let me just, yeah. 
I used to get mad at that shit too. All those okay. kinds. Yep. Okay. But what I found is that, yes, there is a level of entitlement that, is, that you can find in the Z nations. And that's because we did a really fucking good job of creating a world where they could feel entitled. Okay. Uh, true. Okay. The problem with the whole customer service thing is, is I've actually worked customer service and I got to tell you, whoever said the customer is always right, <laughs> never actually met the customer because the customers are assholes. I'm going to tell you, there's a, of course, of course, there are some lot people. Of assholes out there. Because yes. look, anybody who, no, look, after I worked, I worked in technical support and technical care. And yep. escalations for ISP, which we talked about earlier, did that for about four years. Sure. It's by the grace of God that I don't hate people. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, like if at any point I ever had access to a nuclear button during those four years, <laughs> humanity would be done. I would have pushed the button. I would have came in from that Monday and went like, oh, you want to yell at me about your fucking bills? <laughs> Run buttons. Now you don't have to worry about your internet bill. But no, no, I'm telling you, there's some people. Yes. And so, and then you also get what you pay for. Look. Yes. Like, if I'm only getting paid 10 bucks an hour, even flipping burgers at McDonald's, right? Yes. But I know in order for me to live, it's going to cost me at least $1,600 a month. Okay. At least. Mm -hmm. How much effort do you think you can really squeeze out of me? Because it's a catch-22. Because the catch-22 is, for me as a person, I need you to pay me at least the amount of work and effort that I put in. Okay. And then as an employer, they actually need you to put in more work than what they're actually paying you so they can make money. So it's kind of like this catch-22. But it's like, if I'm only paying you $8 an hour sure. in a world where it requires $1,600 just to live. Okay. You know? Okay. Not, not, we haven't even talked about food. We ain't talked about gas. We ain't talked about... Sure. Um, but, you know, the thing is, it, we're changing as a society to begin with. When I was growing up, you know, fast food jobs were just that. While I was going through high school to put extra money in my pocket to maybe buy me a pair of sneakers that my mother or father probably couldn't afford at the time or to help them out and then to move on where nowadays people aren't using it that way. No. And, 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 and that's fine if they want to rise up the corporate ladder, but some people just don't want to do that. They just want the bare minimums. They just want to survive day to day. And, and nothing is wrong with that if that's what they choose to do, but they also have to reap the consequences that come with that as well. No, no, no. They so so I'm not saying a guy flipping burgers should make as much as a surgeon. Okay. Or the lawyer or the developer or okay. the business owner or but we also gotta be rational because you're mm -hmm. also comparing a difference and the amount of people in the world. Sure. Because like when our parents were were our age, the world's population was maybe four billion, maybe. Okay. The world's population is eight billion. Got the you. United States population is around four or five hundred million. Okay. And in a couple of years, it's going to be a billion. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot more people 
So you need a lot more jobs. Not everybody can be a doctor. Not everybody can be a sports player. Not everybody can own a business. Not everybody can cut hair. Not everybody. So all these jobs should not be negated as inferior because of what they are, you know? Yeah. Okay. It's the fact of the matter is, is not everybody can do all these and you don't need everybody to do one job because if okay. if everybody was just doing one job, then nothing would fucking get done in this world. You still need that person <laughs> making pizza. You still need that person doing fries. You still need that person who's willing. And even when we were kids, older people were still doing that. I don't sure. think that that's ever changed. I think it becomes more apparent when in today's McDonald's, McDonald's are seen everywhere. Yeah. And you're always in them and different things. So you become aware of the diversity that's in it. I don't think just because you're in this particular job, you shouldn't get paid enough to live by yourself okay. in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But you know, no, go ahead back. every city has, every company who goes into and starts a business, every city has a median income needed to survive in said city sure sure every city not every city and that's the thing is not with when you do like the universal thing like the universal thing it costs less to live in the middle of missouri than it does orlando sure so maybe orlando middle missouri doesn't quite need 20 dollars an hour work in mcdonald's uh-huh. Maybe they could get by with twelve or thirteen because they're only paying six hundred bucks a month, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Of course. Orlando, Orlando, we just talked about it. Yeah. You need sixty. You need six thousand dollars a month. That okay. means to for you to live in the hood. That's <laughs> what finance is. For you to live in the hood, you need to make seventy grand a year. Man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, and if you live in, you know, California or any, California is like $4,000 a month to live in. But then you're talking, okay, well, now I've got to make $12,000 a month. Now I'm closer to 200 k a year. Yeah. Just, just to live. Yeah. And I'm not saying like live lavishly. And then obviously there's some level of personal responsibility and budgets and different things of you course. have to do. But, and that doesn't negate their responsibilities to be that. Sure. What I'm saying though is everyone, regardless of what job that you are, should be able to afford to live by themselves in the world. I'm just yeah. Regardless. That's what they really Yeah. And you can and like I said, the minimum wage for a lot of states is still like $8 an hour. Yeah. I'm 42 years old. I'm still young. Sure. At 16, I made eight seventy-five an hour working mm-hmm. at Carl's Jr.'s parties. Wow. Yeah. Working at Kmart like a 16-year-old does. Yeah. I. It was the minimum eight wage then. Yeah. There is no rhyme or reason why every year you increase at minimum two to four percent with inflation. Sure. That is at minimum mm-hmm. on every single product, every single service in the world goes up in price every single year. 
at least a minimum two to four percent. Sure. Okay. I don't like those numbers because they're not rational numbers. Yeah, of course. Because they don't really reflect true, truly how inflation will show up. And and yeah. and and salaries don't don't increase nearly as much. So yeah, if at all. So at yeah. minimal, at minimal, every salary should be then going up two to four percent at minimum. Sure. Every year since then. Yeah. And if that were the case, two to four percent, even on eight dollars, would put me at around twenty, twenty-five dollars an hour for sure. minimum wage right now. Okay. If they were responsible enough to be like, look, I'm not gonna be a dick. Yeah. I'm gonna raise my prices. I'm gonna make more money. I'm gonna pay more money. I'm gonna pay more money to my people too. Yeah. And just do two to four percent. You're not talking a massive amount of money. Cause it really boils down to two to four percent maybe be like a quarter dollar, quarter an hour. Yeah. Okay. You know, fifty cents an hour or whatever. Sure. Maybe a dollar or whatever, depending on how much it is, obviously. Of course. But over time, over time, over 20 years, because mm -hmm. that's how long it's been since I've been 16. Well, which, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you would already be where you needed to be. If you had just been honest about it and raised to the 4%, we wouldn't even have the issue of I'm not paid enough to live in the hood. Sure. How am I going to survive? How am I going to pay my bills? Because you would be able to walk into any of these jobs knowing that the the amount of money that's been paid is yeah. going to be equivalent to to twenty years of inflation. And I'm not, I'm not, and I know you're not saying that we, you and I, have the answers. But this conversation that we've been having is a start. It's a start for people to actually look at and say, you know what? They may have something there. Exactly, because it's harder for me to provide you the service that you need if I'm like I, if I, I'm being at a disservice from my old company. Yeah, I, I I used to get mad when my McDonald's was like, why? How do you how do you forget this? But yeah. then I had to look at it from their perspective. Yeah, true. At the time, they were getting paid eight dollars an hour, and it still cost twelve hundred dollars to live in Orlando yeah. at that time. You know, I'm like, their entire potential paycheck, and that's assuming they live by themselves, which I don't know how they did because they're required to have three times as much money. Well, that's just assuming somehow they got into a place. That's their entire month's worth of work. And, you know, and, it, and it's like how the amount of stress that they've got to be under, honestly, yeah, the of amount course. of stress, because that is beyond. That is absolutely beyond survival mode. Yeah. Like you are like, I I feel like like it should anger everybody. Everybody should be mad as hell. Everybody yeah. should like boycott, raise whatever they want to do. Any company who does not pay at least the minimum needed to live in the hood by yourself, I think at minimal we should i like we have to do something about this because yeah it's my goal it's my goal that is what that is that is yeah. slavery yeah modern day the ultimate slavery because at least because slavery's always been bad sure but at least they had food on their table 
a place to sleep. They weren't really worried. They were worried about things, but they weren't worried about, you know, how am I going to eat? You know, you know, be, like I said, it was a bad thing. I'm not, I'm not justifying it by any means. Okay, great. <laughs> because I don't know. I've never been one, so I cannot Look, relate. Look, I'm they, I, I justifying <laughs> that shit at all. I'm just saying, these, this is worse because it's like, they think that they're free and they're barely surviving. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I, I see an aspect of what you're saying. So nah, I'm like, nah, 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 we gotta, we gotta fix this. I don't think there's a, like, cause it's like, yes, I think there should be a standard minimum because guess what? People still need to be taught to be good people. Sure. So if you do that minimum, they're, they'll have to force it. But the problem is they also need to not be dicks and choose the easiest route to solve the problem, you know? Which, which so, brings it. Which brings it back to something that someone in our podcast yeah, said. I, I, think, that I, think, I have I think, never been uttered in this podcast. And I think it was me that said we should treat others the way we ourselves would like to be treated. Yeah, and I'll I think I, I'm at 100%. I, I'm 100% sure that's the first time that I've heard this. Oh, no, no. I've uttered that. And I, and I stand by, that we've done. I, I stand by this like an Alzheimer's patient. <laughs> that we do, we add well, words. You know, hopefully, hopefully in the future, before, while we're wrapping up, hopefully in the future, we, we can do better. I really hope that that is a possibility. Yeah, no, I, I think it's getting there, but I think it boils down to everything is really in the middle. Like the the sweet spot of life is the middle. Sure, it doesn't matter whether it be political, whether it be religious, whether it be the sweet spot's in the middle because it's really, it's kind of a give and take where both sides kind of give something, but not everybody gets their entire list. We kind of talked about this before. Of course, each spot's in the middle, but I think we've been so far on one side of every single thing for so long that you almost need chaos on the other side just to even teeter the totter to the middle. Gotcha. Well, and so I think that's kind of where we are. It's like, like this, this has been going on for so long that you almost needed somebody to be like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck you. You know, I'm I'm not doing it. I mean, yeah, you've seen the Veronica, the little videos about Veronica. No, it was like this funny little TikTok or Facebook I've seen on both, where it's like this girl who works in customer service and she says everything that all of us would wanted to say to our bosses before, <laughs> but she does it like professionally, like, and. It's time for the Veronicas of the world to rise up and for us all to be the Veronicas. Because guess what? We gave them a chance to do things right. Yeah. And, and it just increasingly took advantage and then and then sit there and go, Well, they're just not working hard enough. They're just lazy. And it's like, nah. They got hip to your game. If you would have just did these simple things, you could have diverted all of this. Yeah. But the fact I, of the matter is, for the past 20 years, you kept the 2 to 4%. You put it into your own self. And, 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 and I'm a firm believer, if you own a business, you can 
pay yourself whatever you want. You can spend your money on whatever you want. Sure. But it behooves you to not treat the people working for you like that helped your that helped your business in the first place. And we haven't even touched upon shrinkflation. I think we discussed it briefly in a in a different podcast, but we haven't even really touched on that. So <laughs> hopefully one of these podcasts we can devote to that as well. So absolutely. But so yeah, that's that's my thought. I think that was a good uh, good podcast. All right, sir. Until next time, my friend. Yes, sir. We will talk next week. Have a good one. Thank you for joining the friends I view today. If you loved our conversation, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share with friends, and stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, keep the conversation going.